How you doing, everybody? And thank you for joining us here again on the Peace Mode Kid podcast. I'm Pat. That's Laura. Yeah, it's us. We are here. I, I didn't know. All of a sudden, I got stuck. I'm like, wait a second. How am I going to start this? How am like, I going to start this again? Yeah, I forgot how to do this. Seriously. It's not like we're like over 70 in. The brain's a little fuzzy today. I was outside doing all the snow shoveling and all that good stuff. Yep. I'm ready for. I'm ready to watch some football in a little bit. You too? Uh-huh. Absolutely. But you're under the weather a little bit. You look better than you did yesterday. Yeah, I'm a little bit better. But yeah, yeah the regular cold, just a cold. Yeah, it's not... Anything, anything big anything else yeah people so i i had a cold earlier in the week there just the stuff you know is all the things all things it's, it's all a cold good. it's just a cold it's, it's the a winter cold. it's not a january COVID. it's that, a cold that's exactly what that is this is how this works you know it's it's interesting to that where people freak out now they're still in that world of freaking out because they're just like are you sniffling did you just cough how dare you so. oh my gosh are you sniffling <laughs> you need to go away. that's so offensive <laughs> Did you just sneeze? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a tangent here really quick. Perfect. Because you know what I find offensive? What that word. Offensive? Oh, that word. Yeah. I find the word offensive offensive. It Perfect. bothers me anytime I hear any human say it mm-hmm. because mostly most of the time they're not using it correctly. Yeah. And then secondly, if you if you're offended by something, just walk away. Exactly. Go away. Turn it off move whatever you need to do instead of complaining about whatever you're complaining about or or Avoid. offended by so yeah i i can't stand that word absolutely hate that word so. just avoid just avoid just avoid you don't have to be offended you don't ever have to be it's no, just fine you don't like, oh, someone hurt my feelings all right let's move on <laughs> let's not look or do or anything with that person or thing or whatever that is simple simple things it's not that hard all right there you all right, I want to get this rolling Thanks. because I'm looking at this and I just kind of like I there's a lot of things on the agenda. We have a short period of time and right away here I want to talk something a little more serious and stuff like this. And this is where it's just you know one of the biggest things about this podcast is is understanding the communication between child and and, and parent. Yes. And and I think that within the last year and a half that or almost a year and a half that Laura and I have been doing this, our relationship has gotten much better. And, and and a lot of it is on that communication side. I agree. How we talk to each other, how we communicate, making sure that the, the lines stay open. And even when things get awkward and weird, we can still have that conversation. But mm-hmm. even Laura struggles um, with just talking sometimes when she has yeah. something important that she that she wants to say to uh, to myself or her or her mother. And there's been a couple times where she has written us a letter. And like set it out on the table. And another time where she emailed me um, just her thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. of whatever I need to do. Because it was easier for her to be able to do that. Get the words out there that she wanted to, you know, wanted to say without that immediate conversation. Yeah. And, you know, both times that this happened, you know, I read both the paper and the email you know, processed what was being said in there mm-hmm. and then went and had a conversation with Laura about these these items. And we're not going to bring up what the items are because that's moot right now. Those, again, those are personal yeah, things. Those are just personal things between us as a parent and child and that's stuff like that. That's not what matters in this scenario. No, but the, what the conversation's about is that there's many different ways for kids to be able to talk to their parents and using them and letting them, you know, use these ways at least they're getting those words out. Exactly. At least they're talking to you and wanting to have that conversation with you. They just don't. This is the easiest way for them to do that. Great. I would much rather have a Laura write me a letter 
or an email, explain those things instead of keeping all of those feelings on the inside. Exactly. Now, how, when you wrote me that email, how long did it take? No, there was like one paragraph yeah. in an email. There's maybe eight sentences. Yeah, something so like that. How long did it take you to write that email? <laughs> it didn't take me too long. It wasn't like something that I whipped up in like two minutes or something, but it was like a 10 minute, 15 minute thing because I wasn't focusing on grammar whatsoever. And then I had to go back and do every single I in that. Sure. That's the thing that annoys me of all the things. Why do they leave the I lowercase? You know I want to uppercase the I, so just do it for me. I don't care. I don't care. Just just uppercase the I. It's not that hard. It really isn't. But I like the I like the after the that chance of, of the email because mm-hmm. you get to sit and really choose your words. Exactly. You know, there's times where if you say something out loud, sometimes the words, you just fumble over it there. It doesn't come out right. Everything gets weird. Or we have like a conversation prior and I'm just like, I would have so said this thing right here, but you're talking and you don't want me to talk. So I'll just be quiet right now and I'll write you an email. <laughs> That's and There's things, right. That's exactly it. But this is where allowing your kids, because some I've, I've, I've had this conversation with a couple other people and I've actually, one of them actually said, well, I would much rather my child talk to me. Hey, guess what? So would I. But you know what? It doesn't always work that way. Exactly. And it's it, hard to talk. It is. It's and hard to talk. Especially when things are personal and meaningful and stuff. And it's a, you know it's a hard conversation for you. And again, this is where I think it was a fantastic way that Alora was able to kind of find her rhythm, find a lane that, that she felt comfortable with with that from time to time when uh, when she feels that need is going. So yeah, even talk to your kids about having that opportunity of like, hey, if you don't want to t- tell me something you know, verbally, you definitely can write it down and then we can have that conversation there just because again, it might just be easier for them to have that conversation or at least start that conversation with all of that stuff. So I appreciate that very much. I know mom appreciates that too, Laura, that you uh, that you started working that lane right there. And I encourage other kids and parents to to not only do, but allow your child to do the exact same thing. Yeah. So it, Once again, it's hard to talk sometimes. Sometimes you just want to be like, okay, I want to talk about this, but I don't want to say it out loud because it's harder. I do that with a lot of things. Sure. <laughs> so, all right, moving on here. I need to know what this means on here again looking at the notebook here all it says is brooks w y r okay explain okay so way back when way back when when we were still in the 60s of our podcast episodes so not very long ago not longer like few weeks ago yeah basically so (laughs) a few weeks ago it was episode 69 where we did a would you rather question yes and the would you rather question was would you rather and I don't know if this is the episode, but I'm pretty sure it is. I'm okay. 99% sure. But the would you rather was, would you rather be itchy or would you rather be sticky? And we had someone that I was talking to a couple week, like a week ago or so sure. about this. Her name is Brooke. Brooke is amazing. We're not going to totally trash Brooke here, but we were talking just about- Just a little bit, apparently. Just a little bit right, because I'm I know in. you will, so. <laughs> okay, good. I'm warning. So- <laughs> Uh, it's the question is, would you rather be sticky or itchy? Right. We said itchy because that's obviously the answer. Right. And Brooke said she would rather be sticky. Okay. So now this is a controversy. Dad, continue. <laughs> I've, I've had people argue with me and made some decent points. Like asking me, have I ever, cause itchy is for sure the answer with this, but like, have, <laughs> have you ever had poison ivy? No, I never have. 
you know, <laughs> but I have had jelly stuck on my hands for way too long <laughs> and it's just on my fingers. All right. And that bothers the living crap out of me. So that's where I couldn't imagine everything that I touched stuck to me. If I go sit down somewhere, I have to peel myself off of something. <laughs> Clothes are just stuck to you all the time. Like, no, no, no. That I can, I have more mental discipline where the itchiness, like I can handle that better than just being sticky. The Once whole again, time. gross. Itchiness is more of a mindset. Like poison ivy is different because that's like nerves and whatever. I'm not going into that. I don't really know too much about that. But like, okay. that's like, that has to do with the stuff on the plant that makes it that way. But like itchiness, like general itchiness is literally just a mindset you don't have to it's just your mind thinking hey do this <laughs> so in the end you would get over it at some point or it would become a thing that's pretty normal and once again same with being sticky all the time you would get that would be normal after a long time but i still feel like that one would be harder versus just being like every once in a while it's like okay i really need to itch my arm <laughs> <laughs> You know, and and again, I I I agree wholeheartedly with that. Like, no, 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 itchy is itchy is the way to go. Yeah, Brooke. Forever, Brooke. Forever. Yeah. Sorry, Brooke. So, <laughs> all right, we're going back to uh, you making decisions here. We're gonna we're gonna talk oh, about this yay, here. Decisions. So, for you know, Laura's almost thirteen now, mm-hmm. and she's starting to get into actually making adult decisions. And I say adult decisions because I watched um, a process that she went through just the other day of and going through what regular adults do on a regular on a regular basis so the example is so going into eighth grade next year mm-hmm. you already got oh, your right exactly okay. you you, okay. you just got your sheets and everything there to pick classes for eighth grade yeah right and you're in a conundrum yes throughout this because you only get one and a half credits to be able to um, play with mm-hmm. and it was and the, and the conundrum was either you take the one and a half credits and you do two classes that you currently are currently doing one is a full credit so that's all year the other one's a half credit so half a semester but this is where you have to make that choice of doing stuff that you're already doing or putting a couple of those aside and doing classes that you really want to do but that you've never done before exactly and so and, and that's again that is a that's an adult decision right there because you have to really make a decision of something that you really enjoy to something that you really want to try. And that's not an easy thing to do, but I watched you talk yourself through the process. Yeah. And so overall, what did you choose? Okay. So basically just going to get everything up to speed. So there's music and languages. Languages are French, German, and Spanish. I would be taking French if I chose a language, which is one credit. You have to have one and a half credits. And then for music, I would have to choose choir because that's what I've done the past two years. And those are the same options as previous years, which is half a credit, meaning that that would already be my one and a half credits right. if I chose that. Right. If And then there's other options that they add in there, which are all half credits because they're one semester. And those are things like art and like there's an art class, there's an engineering class, there's a business exploration class, there's... F-A-C-S, which is like home ec, basically, if you don't know what that is. And then there's like a computing thing and like all these different options, which are all half credits. So my choices were either I chose a language and then I did either choir or I did one of the additional classes or I would have to do um, doing choir and 
and doing two of the additional classes, or I would just skip over choir in general, have a language, and do two of the extra classes. So I chose all in all is because this specifically would be French 1, which is like more of a gateway into French, because this year was just like learning the basics. Like you could somewhat have a conversation with someone and somewhat understand what it means. Sure, sure. Versus this would be... Um, still like looking more into the cultural aspects and maybe making foods that have to do with it and all these different things, which are also available in high school. So I was thinking that I could probably do a language once I get into high school and I could stay in choir and then I could do two of the extra activities instead of doing French this year and push it on till freshman year. So, I mean, it's just one of those like, yeah, you, you really thought about how missing French for a year will be fine because it will allow you to explore new things, but then retake that again, French one when mm-hmm. you're a freshman. Exactly. And you'll already kind of have a base. So hopefully you'll be able to fast forward yourself a little bit through that full year. And this is where like you, you were really stuck. You were panicking. I forget sometimes like where kids stressors are. I mean, like you're stressing about this because you, mm-hmm. you, you were, you had a lot of anxiety of just like, I just don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what, you're just picking classes. Like, this is not stressful. But at the same time, like, I'm also not 13. So that's where, and I'm not making that decision. So it's just kind of like, yeah, you're stressed about that, which is fine, yeah. which is good. But you also talked yourself through it. I think you sat at the, at the island there for 20, 30 minutes, just like talking back and forth and with, with me and mom too, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out what it was. And are you happy with your decision? Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's where it was. So instead of you just knee jerking right into a, Sing and just like, well, I guess this is what I'm doing. Bam. You actually had to like really work. You worked through it. Yeah. I'm pretty comfortable and we'll be happy at the end. And I know that you will just because you're going to be doing something new that you want to try. Yeah. That's exactly. good. New that stuff is, is that, good. That is really good. But, you know, you are actually doing some newer things too right now uh, because you're doing some after school activities. Yes. Yeah. And I know I got an email already saying there's going to be another one coming up in February. Okay. That there's, you know, just the next one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But right now, what is the one you're in right now? I, I think we talked about this before, but what is it? What's it called? It's called a cricket club. Cricket club. So which they, is what, not the sport. That's where I, I'm let like, me let me define that right now. It's not the sport. So <laughs> you got what are you creating in there? So basically, a cricket is a machine that makes that like if you have a design on a laptop, you can put it into the sheen and it's kind of like a printer and sure. you it ma- can engrave into paper or what we're doing most of the time which is vinyl which is another which is basically a type of sticker right and you can put that onto different things and customize them you can make projects with that kind of stuff all the good things and that's basically what it is making stickers which i think is fun and it can be your own design you can get pictures offline you can put words on there and basically whatever font you want. You can do a whole bunch of different colors and all all the things. I had no idea what this thing was. When you even when you said it right away, like, I've never heard about it before. And literally the next day I listened to two people talk about the exact same thing in my five AM class. <laughs> it was just one of those things like, like how is this just coming up again? It was just one of those weird things that happens and everything. But is were you aware of this cricket thing? prior to any of this not exactly okay. i thought it was circuit 
which is what I expected because I heard like it's computers and it makes stickers. So I was guessing like, oh, we're going to be in the computer lab. We're going to make designs and somehow we're going to make stickers out of them. I don't know. Sure. But it was Cricut, which is once again, the whole printer thing that puts into that can press into vinyl and make designs and all that. But now you guys, how many things have you created so far? Um, we made one thing that I didn't finish <laughs> because it was just a paper Valentine's Day bag. So I wasn't too intrigued on it and my bag wasn't working out. So I didn't finish it. I'm sorry, Miss West. Okay. And then we made, um, this one sticker at the very beginning, which was, um, it was supposed to be your name or like it could be your name. It could have been a word. It was just something that you could put on anything like a water bottle, a coffee cup, whatever you wanted. Sure. Which I still haven't put on something yet because mom and I still have not gone to Walmart to get me a water bottle. So that's fun. Okay. Um, so it's just sitting there, you know. And then we just made in our past one, we had pieces of wood and we got to sand them down. And then we got to put designs on the piece of wood. And it was really cool. That's and nice. Fun. That one was more of a, that was a nightmare before Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. The little themed kind of thing. I had a quote, which is, we're simply meant to be, mm-hmm. which is at the end of the movie. And then I have a picture of Jack and Sally sitting on the weird mountain thingy. I don't know what you call it. I'm not sure either. It's a weird mountain thingy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now, was that something that you had to etch out? Or like that that photo of, of Jack and Sally? Oh, I, like- I Googled it. Oh, okay. All it's, right. That's, it's just a Google picture. I see. Okay. That's right. I didn't it's know a if, secret. You, if you if, if you <laughs> created that or designed it or any of that kind of stuff. I just, I don't know. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Is it pretty easy to use? Uh, I'd say it is. You need to obviously look up some stuff. You need to have the right supplies, that type thing. Because there's like, you first have to get obviously the Cricut machine. You have to get a vinyl. You have to get vinyls or paper, whatever you're using it on. If you do vinyls, you have to get um this type of tape. I don't remember what it's called. It's like trans transfer tape. There we go. Sure. Transfer tape. And you need to get obviously the thing you're putting your design on. You need to have a computer to make the design. All the different things. But, and there's also some techniques where, like, if you're carving out your vinyl, because how it works is you put, like, the vinyl into the machine, and then it, like, makes an outline cut of it. It's not, and then you need to take off the outside part, because there's still an entire sheet. It's just cut the lines for you, so then you have to take out the outside part, which was difficult because I had really thin lettering, and really thin lettering means that they can stick potentially, and then it could just go horribly wrong and i only had one tiny mistake and i won that um do you have like a little knife or something like that you kind of slice them out with and stuff like that or is it it's not really a knife you have to use like tweezers or something to take out the outline type thing i see yeah that makes sense it's it's hard to explain it's more of a watch type thing i'd say a watch like you're watching like you have to watch it oh okay (laughs) that's where i was like watch type thing like the one i'm wearing no okay i got you all right, so we got one last thing here. One last thing here. One last thing. And we're going to learn about Alora's feels here. Oh, just, no. Just for a second. Oh, feelings. What are those? Find the feelings. No, not the feelings. I want to know, Laura, what makes you cry? Perfect. I cried yesterday. <laughs> but that was very serious because I was watching a show to all the people who have heard of this show. Probably you've heard of it if you know what anime is. But you. What's the name of the show? The name is My Hero Academia. 
Okay. Or Boku no Hero Academia. It's one of the two. Okay. It, it, it changes, whatever. But basically, it's a show about this kid. I'm not going to put too many spoilers. But it's a show about this kid who's getting trying to get into this college. And like everybody around him, 80% of the population, he says, has this thing called a quirk, which is basically a superpower that makes them different. Okay. And they, And once that quirk thing evolved they there became a new like job that like outruled everything which was a hero and his biggest goal is he's looking up to this one hero his name is all might wow how creative anyways his name is all might and he looks up to him because all might is always smiling whenever you see him anywhere and he's always even in a situation of panic he's always smiling and he's trying to comfort everybody and he always He's the number one hero in the entire world. He's like famous, famous. And he's trying to get into this college and all these different things happen and he has to, and he was born without a quirk. So then he needs to have all these different things happen to try to get into the college, even if he doesn't. And it's all, okay. it's a lot. I'm going to stop you right there. Perfect. <laughs> You're just babbling. I, just I know. You know. I that. don't care. You shut you down. <laughs> no. Because no. I'm not concerned about the show perfect okay i will continue now not no, no, about the show no no like not about what the show. what makes you cry that was the answer <laughs> yeah, that was the question i'm not done yet you yeah, need to listen to you me you don't have to describe the premise of the show i know but still <laughs> okay. it's a great show <laughs> anyways so i was watching the show and i started crying because there was a really dramatic part once again i'm not going to put too many spoilers but basically these two guys were fighting and like something big happened and there was like a dramatic flashback to like one dude's childhood and it was just really dramatic and I'm just like oh, that happened <laughs> it was sad it was really sad it was sad it was sad okay so watching shows <laughs> you can you'll get emotionally involved Yes. <laughs> get emotionally involved with shows. And that's what good TV does, like good shows. Exactly. And so that's not a bad thing. You know, I've definitely, you know, TV doesn't usually get me. It, it has for sure. You know, different movies, of course, that you watch, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes they're just, they're just they just sneak up on you, some really weird tearjerker thing. Like yesterday, you just all of a sudden they do a random flashback and you don't see it coming, you know, it's like, kind <gasps> of thing. <laughs> but that's where, so I have to add to this too, of course. Yes. You know, yes, what, you what do. makes me cry. So uh, for me, uh, I was telling Laura, like, I cry a lot in my car. You know, I do. And mostly because I listen to music and songs get ingrained and I have oh, you know, yeah. certain feelings with certain people or certain things that happen to me or certain time of, of my life, all that kind of stuff that will come through and a certain song will come on and some memories will pop back into my brain, um, good or bad or whatever they are. Um, and... And I will start to cry, and I'll think I've about. Also been there. And I'll, I will think about those things on a deep level because I'm just kind of like it's in my brain right now. I need to go through this process. I I try in my best not to push memories away, regardless yeah. if they're are good or bad. Purely because if you do, you're just like pushing those feelings down, and sometimes they just need to come out a little bit. And so it's like I'll, I'll just cry in my car. <laughs> and so yeah, I've been there. And then I try to make not sure in your car. <laughs> But like then I pull in the driveway and I'm like sitting in the car just just get all the tears out of my eyes and try to like calm down. So my eyes aren't all red and puffy when I walk into the house. Yeah, or anything. I've noticed everyone, that a couple times. And everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> when your eyes are all big and red and puffy, and you're just like, hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, I'm I'm home now. <laughs> yeah, it's not like oh, 
Yeah, he totally wasn't crying. He's happy. <laughs> He's happy. He was just not crying at all. No, That's not at all. That's what dad whatsoever. does in his car. Dad's crying in the car again. Dad's crying in the car again. All right. All right, Alora. That's our time. That's our time. All right. Thank you very much. See you guys later. Bye, guys.